America. My name is Amiose Frimpong, and I come to you live every Friday about this time. Today, we're going to talk about Joe Biden. We're going to start talking about Joe Biden. We're going to talk about something called judicial indeterminacy. That means rules aren't rules. And why do we start with Joe Biden? I start with Joe Biden because if you take a look at this. He was commenting on Shikari Richardson being uh, removed from the 100 meter race because of being because Richardson was caught with with Bud and Biden said, "Well, you know, I'm proud of the way Shikari Richardson handled her positive marijuana test, but the rules are rules." And as an as a reason why she shouldn't be able to run the 100. Now, I I actually think Richardson should be able to run the 100 since marijuana isn't a performing enhancing drug, but just something she took because she was stressed out. So, like, there's a way in which um, the United States should really go to bat for black people who self-medicate, especially poor black people, because, you know, America makes hard, like, life hard on poor black people. So if you're self-medicating with marijuana, then I don't know if you should also get punished with them. I feel like, uh, you know, if she were in a different class, she would just have a prescription for Ambien or whatever. I don't know what white people use now. But besides also using marijuana, I, 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 so I have some sort of way about the, I feel some sort of way about the idea that Richardson should be um, punished because, quote, the rules are the rules. Well, you could do a lot of things, right? You could just um, say she gets to run her races in the Olympics, but she has to come back and is suspended for six months after the Olympics. Uh, it's not a perform at, at bottom. It's not a performing enhancing drug. Uh, the legitimacy of it, of the suspension, especially since she's going to be allowed to, to run the relay, which means that there is some wiggle room. Uh, the legitimacy is is dubious. We could have um, we could have uh, suspended. I mean, we suspended the suspension or postponed it or made it do PSAs or turned it into a fine or like the U.S. could have pushed for something. U.S. Olympic team could have pushed for something. And, you know, these international organizations within which, the, especially something like uh, ice soccer or anything the U.S. is a part of, are kind of like the U.N., what we push for, we get. So if we would have had her back, her back would have been gotten. It's not a performance-enhancing drug. It was we just decided to sacrifice this Negro because she's the one who would take it. And she took it. And you got a lot of people applauding her for taking um, her suspension. But I think the suspension for suckers. And I think Joe Biden knows the suspension for suckers because Joe Biden's son is Hunter Biden. And if you don't know, Hunter Biden is a whole crackhead. Just put in your Google Hunter Biden crack. Like, and he's a lawyer. And there are ethics rules of being a lawyer. So there's a, there's a, there's a, um, it's an open question whether you should even be in, allowed to being to be a lawyer and a crackhead at the whole time. But one thing for sure is Hunter Biden is such a crackhead that he is doing crack. Like there's a 50-50 chance that if this link gets sent to him, he's doing crack right now. Like he has smoked crack in the White House, I suspect. Um, like, he, like he makes crack, like he is a crackhead. And so the idea that Biden says that rules are rules when his own son is a crackhead. Wrote a memoir, came out, in April about like his life on crack. And you know, I, I get in trouble for this because I'm one of these guys who judges people based on their kids. I think that's fair in a way so that if you're a U.S. senator um, 
and your kid's a crackhead, you might have screwed up your whole life, whatever else you've done. And since, especially since he was a senator who didn't, wasn't really remarkable for anything great, um, he screwed up his whole life. I, you can judge me on my kids. If it turns out that my kids end up being crackheads, I screwed up my whole life. I spend a lot of my time making sure my kids don't end up that way. Um, you know, their mother died, blah, 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 blah. But Hunter Biden had a lot, like Joe Biden had a lot of resources with respect to parenting. And Hunter's a crackhead. So, like, I don't know. He screwed up his whole life. In my estimation, um, uh, Joe Biden did. Like I said, you can judge me based on my kids. I'm probably judging you based on your kids. Um, that's how things go. But uh, the idea that rules are rules, or and and Biden would say that regarding regarding Shakari Richardson um, is 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 dubious. I think rules are only rules when black people are involved. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and, you know, they, the rule of law needs to mean something. And black people are used for it to mean something <laughs> um, and in a way that's unbecoming, I, I think. All right, so let me hit the opening and we'll talk about uh, whether the rules are rules or is this something called judicial indeterminacy matter. To the beach, Never change the ways for the world or the government. If it was the president, then I would state facts. You leave it up to me, I'll paint the White House black and it can feature in your front. So there's this idea that the rules are rules, and that is not really true because the rules seem to be asymmetrically. Um, punishing when black people are involved. So there's this concept called judicial indeterminacy. And it runs like this. The court is supposed to be like an autonomous set of rules put on by judges who just kind of call balls and strikes. First of all, even um, baseball umpires don't just call balls and strikes. NBA referees have to make a distinction between a foul and a flagrant foul. And it, there's always thinking and judging going on in, in any of these determinations. So how does this come in a court of law? Well, in a court of law, you're supposed to um, come up with a rule. That means you look at precedent and you come and you think about what precedent identifies with this case. The problem is all cases are individual. So you have to make a decision about what about this other case in the past as precedent makes it relevant to this case before you. You're already making a decision about the relevant factors of, of this individual case and the relevant factors of a previous individual case. And it's not as if the body of law and precedent in the back are all harmonious. So there are precedents that, um, that lead to different verdicts, right? So you can pick which precedent you want uh, as, as, as a matter of like your either personal values or the interest you're serving in the, in the verdict, right? And then also, every case is just kind of a welter of facts. A welter, you're just facts, facts, more facts and more facts and more facts. And so you're picking among these facts which one is the relevant one. And that's not anything that the law picks. No, it's the judge picking this matter's is picking among the wealth of facts which ones are going to be relevant for their determination. So 
rules don't apply themselves. There's always discretion and judgment that goes on. And if rules applied themselves, you could you wouldn't have to family court, you would have an app. <laughs> you wouldn't have family court, you would have an app. But you don't have an app, you have a judge. And the judge is picking among the welter of facts before them which ones that appeal to them based on all manner of things. So this idea that the rules are rules isn't really even true like all the way up to uh, um, the U.S. Supreme Court. <laughs> the U.S. Supreme Court, for example, has to pick among a zillion cases which ones they'll even hear. That's not something that the law itself will pick, right? So they're picking which cases they'll hear. They'll pick which uh, precedents are going to be the re uh, relevant precedents for this case. And then they'll pick um, which facts that are present in this case among the infinite number of facts are going to be the relevant ones. Uh, and depending on how they make all those judgments, we'll come to a verdict that will, surprise, surprise, be in the interests of, like, some other social factors that will be, uh, um, but it'll come, it'll, it'll be um, washed clean and laundered through the aura of legitimacy and the aura of just like applying the rules. So we could have done something. If the U.S. cared about Shakari Richardson, we could have done something. And I think the U.S. Could, should care about Shakari Richardson. And, if, and I, honestly, like, I actually think black people shouldn't get busted for crimes. <laughs> like I think the U.S. government, when it sh when it can, should go out of its way to um, uh, allow black people to do stuff and pay the least amount of penalty for doing what we do, right? Because if, like I said, this wasn't a performance enhancing drug, and nobody says it was a performance enhancing drug. It was banned for other reasons. Right? It was banned because, like a lot of other countries, have it on their banned substances list. It wasn't banned because, like, it makes you a faster runner. If it was a performance-enhancing drug, I don't make this argument. But it's a drug you make to cope with the wages of blackness, then I make this argument. And like I say this as a guy who does not do drugs. Like I don't, I don't even drink. I am what you call a teetotaler. I don't do drink. I don't do anything. I don't think I'm not a fan of marijuana. I don't think I'm not a fan of any of it. However, I'm not gonna keep her from running, uh, from from getting a gold medal in the in the. 100 meter dash because of like my opinions about marijuana. As soon as you find out it's not a performance enhancing drug, then you you support your people, right? So, I mean, like I said, Hunter Biden is a whole crackhead. So the idea that Joe Biden and a lawyer, which is not something it's obviously supposed to be able to do. So the idea that um, Biden says, well, rules are rules. And uh, wash your hands. She just she's a Negro sacrificed. Um, it's not a foregone conclusion that if she were white, um, she would be on the Olympic team. However, I think if she were white and an elite athlete, she would be surrounded by other white people who would help her figure out how to mask that stuff. But when you're black and you're figuring things out on your own, you you get caught up in stuff like this. Um, so that's my opinion. So this idea that rules are rules is actually, um, and I see, honestly, I see entirely too many black people saying, like, well, she knew the rules and she made the choice. I think that's, uh, you've been programmed. You've been programmed. You're a sucker and you've been programmed to blame the wrong people for the wrong things. 
and shame on you. If you're a black person saying like, well, she knew the rules. I'm sure maybe there's some of them, some of them in chat. Well, she knew the rules and she shouldn't have done it. Then you are a problem. You are, you might be the problem. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, because one, do you know how many Olympic athletes are just like addicted to pain pills just cause they got hurt that one time. And then pain pills just kind of kept coming. Um, but we let that go, right? It's not performance enhancing. We, we let it go or we look the other way. We normalize it or whatever. And you know how many athletes smoke marijuana a lot, um, but they are hooked up in the kind of set that, uh, well, that kind of bourgeois set that'll help them know how to clean it out before they uh, are tested and when the test comes. And there's an entire infrastructure. In colleges, it's kind of like how fraternities help you cheat on tests by having like old tests and all of this lying around. There'll be that for, you know, white collar uh, potheads who are also Olympic athletes because there are no small number of them. I'm sure. And, and, that's, and that's not even the ones who uh, just prescribe their anti-anxiety. Because if it turns out this is just the way she copes with anxiety, in another, in another class demographic, uh, she just has a doctor friend, uncle, who's been putting her on uh, these anti-anxiety medications forever. Right. So, like, she's just, this is just, she get, she's getting punished for being, uh, you know, hood black. And I do not want to punish Americans for being hood black. Rules aren't just rules. Like, if Hunter Biden can be, like, no, like it's uh, everybody, including Hunter Biden, knows that Hunter Biden is a whole crackhead. And he's also, like, like he might be on crack right now. <laughs> He's been to rehab, but like a lot of crackheads have. And the idea that, um, you know, we have space in the American imagination for him to be a crackhead and a lawyer, but we don't have space in the American imagination for Richardson to smoke pot. And uh, we have space for the American imagination for Bezos to not pay taxes or Elon Musk to not draw an income because he makes all of his money on stock options and loans and lives off loans. Like, but we don't have space in the American imagination for Shikari Richardson to uh, smoke pot and uh, um, compete for the United States, I think is ridiculous. And I think it just goes to show that a lot of black people are kind of programmed to take it and programmed to not fight back. I, I just think that, you know, you can own and say, yeah, I smoke high, running as fast as I do, doing what I do is stressful, and I'm a young black woman, so you know what? I smoke pot, and I ran fast, and, you know, I, I still think I should be able to run fast because it is not a performance-enhancing drug. In fact, I wish my life was so um, comfortable that I didn't feel like I needed to uh, take the edge off. <laughs> and get right. So anybody who thinks that um, I'm the victim here for having to get right should get on this campaign and and make sure that I uh, get to go to the Olympics. I mean, that I think that should be Richardson's tack. And if you support me on that, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in $515 or 
um, because Richardson did not have me doing a PA doing her PR. I'm sure she was filled with a lot of white coaches and white allies and some maybe some respectability black people who said, well, you know, what you should do is just um, admit it and you'll be a moral role model and um, we'll look out for you then. What she should have been is surrounded by people like me and say like, no, nah, you fight it. You own it and fight it and say, hey, I did it. I did it because my life is stressful. Do you know how hard it is to do what I do? And do you know how easy it is for other people to do what they do? And it didn't make me faster. It actually made me slower, but it got me right. And I needed to be right. I don't get to have the ambient. I don't get to have like people talking to me about my feelings. Like, I get to, um, and I got caught because I didn't know how to not get caught. <laughs> Everybody else is a pothead. They just know how to not get caught. I don't know how to do that. I just know how to run fast and, 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 and try to live my life um, without the stress of like doing what I do, like take me out and you're welcome. Um, Maybe I can get on some of those designer drugs that are you're allowed to have without getting anxiety. This is the anti-anxiety anti-anxiety medication from where I'm from, in my culture. <laughs> like she could have gone, she could have gone full in, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. But I think um, I I I just don't see if she. There's nothing worse than not running. Right. So I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm upset and I'm upset. I'm, and I'm especially upset about the discourse that's praising her for taking this as a lump because that's how, that's some, that's some BS. That's some BS. We need to praise our fighters. Uh, so Thank you for your time. I hope you learned about uh, judicial indeterminacy. Remember, courts make decisions about which facts are the relevant facts. Courts make decisions about which precedents are the relevant precedents. And the Supreme Court, if you're something like the Supreme Court, any kind of appeals court, you're making decisions about which appeal to hear. Um, all of these decisions are not themselves the law um, dictating what you do. They're based on kind of your opinion. Go ahead and look up uh, um, legal realism. If you're really interested in what I'm saying, you know, Derek Bell's got some stuff that uh, is good. That's what I'm kind of pouring through right now. But just the idea that laws are laws. And we kind of let Joe Biden kind of wag his finger at um, Shakari Richardson, knowing his son is a whole, a whole crackhead and a standing lawyer. And um, it's just this mythology that rules are rules is part of the illusion that just kind of lubricates black punishment and white advantage because if you can actually you know take the edge off and still be effective and you're white then you both get the advantage of like taking the edge off and um you know the perks of being effective right so the idea is that if she hadn't smoked pot maybe she would have been so nervous and so stressed out about the black life that she couldn't have been able to concentrate on her training. All right, that's not necessarily performance enhancing. It's just like I said, like it, like if smoking pot takes the edge off being black, then she um, is just self-medicating. Right. So the idea that white people get to self-medicate but black people don't, uh, self-medicating in non-performance enhancing ways, just 
and just in 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 just uh, um, you know healthy ways, uh, then then there's going to be a, just a double penalty you have to pay. Not only do you have to be black, you have to be straight. <laughs> you have to be straight. Now I happen to be, um, like I said, I happen to be a teetotaler for a few a variety of different reasons. Mostly my dad, like when I was a kid, just said like nobody could ever take away your mind, so don't do anything to screw it up. And I listened to him, and it kind of stuck. And plus, there was that commercial with the egg and the pan where MacGyver said, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, any questions? And I really didn't have any questions. Plus, I kind of wanted to be MacGyver. MacGyver was great. Every week, he used his mind to like uh, save and hook up with another beautiful woman. So like, I wanted to be, as a young man, I, that seemed like a very attractive life. And so I was like, okay, I'll take care of my mind. And now I do this. And once again, if you appreciate what I do, I think you should because I'm helping you not squander your life or get confused about people who wag their finger at you and say rules are rules. Go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in $5, 15 or $50 because black people, the rules are not save you and the administration, and this is important because this, if you want, you know, your critical race theory out of the, this, this show, the, the rules are organized not for your self-determination. The rules are organized and administered in a way that will reproduce your um, like racial subordination, right? So, yeah, the application of the rules, it's, it's part of the fiction. This idea that the rules are autonomous and are applied by, like, you know, just like, just regularly uh, uh, um, um, without, without an interest in securing either the racial hierarchy or just white interests is, is part of the illusion that justifies, um, you know, a lot of a lot of a, a lot of like black degradation, right? The rules are not just the rules; the rules are there for your subordination. So you know, fight them when you can, and don't let other people try to weaponize them against you because they've never actually been about us. There is no equality under the law; the law is there to actually calcify inequality. I'm writing a paper on this now. Um, uh, so, you know, a lot of things are in my head. But thank you for your time. And if you take nothing else from this, remember, Hunter Biden is a whole crack head. Don't let Joe Biden tell you anything about drugs and criminality because his son is a free-range crackhead. All right. Take care.